This is a podcast. Hopefully this is a podcast. Yeah. Well, we are continuing our trend of 2014 uh, podcast technological advancements. Whilst, whilst continuing uh, our trend of playing golf once a month yes. in 2014. Combining our two loves. Yes. Um, so we are in the car on the way to play golf and attempting to record a podcast. I will hold this because you're making quite a right turn. Okay. Um, I don't want it to slide all over the place. Good thinking. Yeah. That's, that's partnership. Uh, you are my life partner. So, so. It, it's a beautiful Saturday morning. The sun is out. It couldn't be much more beautiful. Like, we're both wearing shorts in yep. March. And nothing else. Yeah. Topless golf. New trend. Yep. We're starting it. So, um... I got a question for you. Yeah. Yesterday, I hear, was Teacher Appreciation Day. <laughs> did you know this? My students did not get the memo. <laughs> well, Is it really? Because I know there's, at some point, there's like a Teacher Appreciation Week. Well, I think it was last week, and then yesterday was like the culmination, you know. Uh, now, let me tell you, let me ask you how you heard about that. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, and it's going to make you vomit. So, uh, a coworker of... Glee? No. <laughs> a coworker of mine... It was at a Giants game. Uh, a coworker of mine is the classroom mom okay. for her daughter's class. Uh, I technically have two classroom moms. Well, I was going to ask, do you? So, what do they do? do I'm they, a classroom bigamist. Do they do anything? Uh, they did stuff earlier in the year. Like, if I ask them to do something, they'll totally do it. So, early in the year, when we have our harvest festival, um, they kind of coordinated the gathering and, and contacting of parents to get items to go in this basket that was part of a raffle and stuff like that. But, like, I have a mom who came in. Uh, on Thursday to make a bunch of copies for me and stuff. Like, I, I have parent help if I request it. So, that's how I, when we were kids, I, I feel like there were parents that were around and doing things and volunteering in the classroom, but it was not like a formal, you know, I dub thee the classroom mom, Jan Sartor. Or, right. You know. And I gotta imagine with the kid, the families we had, we would have had, you know, they've been fighting all over each other to right, have right. that position. But we also had the stuff where, like, um, we coordinated Zach's mom making right. tiles for the teacher or like, like the, the quilt that the teacher would get at the end of the year. Because I've never had something like that where the parents all coordinate together to get to make this thing for the kids so, or for the teacher, so, which I think would be pretty cool. And that that's but. what that's what triggered my, let's talk about this. So my coworker who's the classroom mom was showing me, they went in like earlier in the year, week or month, whatever, and all the kids drew self-portraits of themselves and then she gathered all these and she took them to like a t-shirt company and they made these t-shirts for the teacher that like have their pictures on the front and all their names on the back so and they got like 25 teacher t-shirts for the teacher no so like today I'm wearing Jane no no no, no. all the like little you know all right, 25 kids whatever, yeah. that's um, pretty cool and she was bringing in she brought in something for breakfast and then she was going back to bring in something for lunch for the teacher and just all this like a banner and a cake and whatnot and it was just I guess I'm just a kind of a shitty teacher maybe <laughs> it seemed so and you know so this is in like Land Park so I'm sure you know it's a, a nicer area maybe and, and maybe um people with more time or desire to do this I know I would never do this when Molly's in school like if I they just, ask you to toss in 20 bucks to pay for it oh yeah that, I would I would, would yeah. yeah I would contribute money but not time and effort right. and I just thought you know would you want that would you want some like big thing where you're the princess for the day or do you just want uh, an apple on your desk and a thank you I mean it'd be cool if they like 
oh, we brought you in a Jamba Juice, or, like, we went and got you this meal that you like for, you know, whatever. Like, I remember one teacher saying like that... Arby's and a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> they got a bouquet of, like, gift cards or something, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Like, I enjoy gifts. Right. Um, and usually, like, at Christmas time, I'll get various gifts, although some of them are usually, like... Uh, Ferrero Almond Roca Ferrero Rocher crap that I just throw in the trash can. Uh, but some of them are How thoughtful. dare you speak of Amanda that way? Well, like, uh, but oftentimes, like, I, I got a card. I think it was for Valentine's Day, actually. I got a card from one of my students. And it was just really thoughtful and kind and, like, appreciative. And I, like, I've held on to it because I, um, you know, it's those things that, that, are more meaningful, you know. It's, I mean, it's nice to get a gift card to wherever, but um, would you feel more appreciated being showered with gifts or getting a letter from a former student saying, like, "Hey, you really taught me something"? And those know, are meaningful too. Like, I have a couple of those up in my classroom of former students who have written me. Um, so I would say, after the fact, yeah, like you know, kids couple years removed from having had me as a teacher. It's one of the downsides, I'm sure I've talked about this on the podcast, of being the sixth grade teacher is I don't get to see those kids on campus. You know, when I taught fourth grade, I saw them in fifth grade and sixth grade. They would come back and say, oh, it's so great to see you, or whatever. Whereas now it's like I see them maybe once or twice a year, certain ones, who have siblings. Like, they have a minimum day, so they come to help pick up their kid there. So you don't have former students come back when they're in high school to give a, a speech to your students about what high school is like, like we did, and well, basically uh, just say instead of one teacher, you'll have six teachers. Thanks, see you later. Did we do that? Yeah, remember we went to like Mrs. Hurst's class up at Orangevale somewhere. But was that to give a talk? Yeah, that was like we. This was like an assignment. Was that like a community service? We had to. Yeah, or this was. We didn't just like let's look up our old teacher. We had to do this for something. Huh. We had to check some box. Yeah. I remember we did not prepare anything. That sounds like us. <laughs> this is a podcast. <laughs> this is a talk to you, kids. Oh. Um, but yeah, you know, usually we have teacher appreciation week or whatever, and um, oftentimes, like, the PTA will get involved, and, like, they'll cater a lunch one day of the week, and then... But just for the teachers, not, just like, for the not teachers. with the students. Right. right. And then they'll, like, the... Um, the Hispanic moms will get together and, like, make traditional Mexican food and bring that in one Tamales day. Tamales with the teachers? Yeah, pretty much. Um, and then maybe the office staff will do that or something. I have a patrol right there, by the way. Whoop, whoop. Well, I'm only going... Obviously going to speed limit. 73. Right. Uh, so... Be a good uh, wingman. Speaking of driving and being observant, yesterday I... Uh, I had a meeting that was at another place, not my usual office, and, and it was it was over like after, Yes. <laughs> a gentleman's meeting. It was over after twelve and I was hungry, but I didn't really have time like so I just wanted to eat something in the car. And I was not on your leg. <laughs> I was going to go just through a drive through and get a hamburger and I was like, eh, that's you know, it's not healthy and whatever. So uh, there was a laboo, I'm like, I'm gonna get a sandwich. But then I was trying to think about and I know you're not a big sandwich fan, but I'm I was going to hot sandwiches. I was trying to think, what's the least maintenance sandwich that I could easily eat in the car? Like, obviously, tuna's out, right? Tuna's going to squirt. Because tuna's gross. Tuna's good. Okay. Turkey, like, when people make turkey sandwiches, I feel like they're just cramming as much turkey as they can right. into it to try and unhinge your jaw, and I thought that would be messy. 
So a I went with a what? A pita. Uh, There's only one. Yes. A wrap would have been good. A they didn't wrap. have any, yeah. but yeah, that would have been good. I, My I name went is with. <laughs> I went with BLT. Let me tell you, that was not the right choice. I thought that it's it's so simple, right? There's like there's bacon, lettuce, and tomato. There's three things. They you know they should like stay. Bacon never stays no, in yeah. what it's supposed to stay. In, I right? didn't think about that. The tomatoes, whoop, whoop, the tomatoes weren't like great about it either. Is he pulling over that car? I think that, that Volvo looked like he was going pretty fast. Wow. Well, I wonder if the speaker. I really up hope the, the podcast uh... picked that up. <laughs> a white Volvo was just pulled over in front of us. Yeah. It seemed like he was going pretty fast, didn't he, when he passed you? Yeah. He's not going so fast now. Nope. Uh... Hope he has the tea time in front of us <laughs> and uh, we get to go out early. And yet everyone else around is slamming on the brakes as if as if the cop's going to give up also, on the, yeah. the white Volvo and uh, speed off after you, Camry. Yeah. Uh, we're back at 73 miles an hour. <laughs> and hey, we're back at 73 miles an hour. <laughs> so yeah, BLT, not the choice. I, don't, I still don't know what the right answer was. Really, what the right answer was, was the hamburger. Because it's hot and the cheese like melts, whatever, it sort of naturally keeps, and it's all fake. Except it for maybe like, naturally keeps the itself together. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, what else would be an answer? I like the wrap answer. How about chicken McNuggets? No, then your fingers are all... Rachel's like, you should have got a panini, because that would all hold together. But I said, then your hands are all greasy while you're driving. It's, yeah. I can't do it with a knife and fork while I'm driving. Yeah. So, Quite a dilemma. Yeah. I still don't know what the answer is, but I'm going to find out, because I like sandwiches. Okay. The last thing Grilled I... Grilled cheese? Ooh, that would be good. Ham and mm, cheese? But another the, one. But Look at this. Again, the... Another yeah. Highway Patrol and another Highway Patrol. They are out in Holy force. Shit. This is uh let's not go to Folsom anymore. Seriously. We've seen like five of them already. Yeah. In the Well there can't be any seconds there can't be any more. Yeah. Gotta be the it's, entire it's fleet through. Um something we talked about last summer was my tipping dilemma at the Starbucks. Yes. With a dollar ninety five coffee and what do I do with the nickel? Because it's an insulting tip, but I look cheap if I pocket it. And then what was my advice? Uh, another one. Another cop. Right there. Another cop. You Son told me... You're all eyes for the cops, yeah. by the way. You have a fetish. You told me I should have more change in my pocket to make it a bigger tip, which I huh. never did, even though I know on this podcast... My advice was not to shove the nickel up your ass? No. <laughs> not for sure that's what it was. So I solved the, the awkwardness with the app, the Starbucks app, because yes. they just scan it and it pays it and you're done. They've now announced an update to the app next week where you'll be able to add a tip. And so now I'm, like, afraid. I'm picturing, so I got a haircut a couple days ago, and when you go to pay and you give them your credit card and the girl, you know, does the awkward, like, should I just run it for the amount or, and you're like, oh, no, you know, do it for $4 more. You know, like, you, you tell them to do a, a tip. Yeah. And now I'm, I'm, I don't know how it's going to shake out with this app, but, like, I don't want to be back to the thing, like, oh, are we scanning just... Okay, we are back. We have dealt with the incoming phone call. And uh, we're still on our way to the golf course. We've seen at least one more cop. And... Uh, hot cop. Hot cop. Yeah. So just to wrap up your Starbucks discussion, yeah. here's how I feel. Just stop going to Starbucks. I can't do it. I understand. I can't do it. 
my saving grace is a lot of times I go through the drive-thru and they're really just trying to like move you through and there's not a lot of awkward tipping interactions there. It's not that I don't appreciate them, but you know, I'm already paying $2 for 15 cents worth of coffee, so it's true. Um, so I want to tell, you talked about a couple things that popped up yesterday. I have something that came, came about yesterday as well that I wanted to talk about. Yesterday was a big day for us. It was. So yesterday, um, after work I came home and, uh, good friend of the podcast, Gabe Garcia. Yes. Who, uh, has influenced me in a few ways. Um, sexually. Yeah. Well, remember, he's the one who first told us about Catan. Oh, right. And if you think about how I have, um delved into the world of European-style board gaming, a lot of that can be contributed to Gabe as, like, my first, first pusher. Yeah. I always say that Catan was kind of the gateway game. It was. Before that, you were just Risk and Rail Baron, right? Scrabble. Things like Scrabble. that. Scrabble. Um, so, yeah. Scrabble. He definitely played a role in that. Um, so, yesterday, he uh, came over um, and brought the Asado Grill back. Yeah. Um, because we were having another Game of Thrones Asado. Mm. Uh, I don't know if I've told you that already. Yeah. Um, in the uh, 6th or something? Sunday the 6th of April? Um, this year I'm hoping to get boar. As well as having some more traditional stuff like lamb and beef and turkey and things like that. Um, so I'm I can tell you that. your parties are always a boar. Oh. That's not your finest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... I'm driving. Yeah, okay. I can't be waiting. Um, so anyway, uh, in addition to that, uh, he is he has started a Kickstarter. Yes, I saw that video. Yeah. Um, Very so professional. He, yeah, he has, and just as like a side business kind of uh, pursuit in that way, he has uh, started manufacturing and producing and selling these Argentine grills. Um, now, has he begun selling them, or the Kickstarter is to, the like, The Kickstarter's, fund, like, to kind of help fund it, yeah. To kickstart, um, if you will, the oh, business. Oh, wow. I never made that connection. Um, but, yes. Um, so, that is the kind of the process. But if you go, like, on the website, you can see that you can buy the grills, actually, mm-hmm. on there as well. Um, you can also get a t-shirt. You can. Um, I've already got the apron, so I'm thinking about going for the, uh, the, the brand. Really? Yeah, I'm thinking about it. And supporting my friend, you know. Right. I Can I just... I don't mean to derail the thing, but I love the concept of Kickstarter. Yeah. Like, instead of one person having to put up a million dollars for something, get a million people to put up one dollar, and... and right. It, I just think it's so brilliant. And Crowdfunding, I, man. I'm glad we live in that era. It's, it's great. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, wanted to, like, you know, give him a shout-out for that and everything. But also... Um, so he came over. So the shadow would be Kickstarter. Look up Gaucho Garcia. Gaucho Garcia. Yeah, yeah Gaucho Garcia grills. Um, I'm, I'm sure he's going to get thousands more dollars now that he's been mentioned on the podcast. If all thousand of our listeners give one dollar, hey, will. that's all it takes, right? Yep. So anyway, um, so after he after he uh, we dropped that off or put it in my garage or whatever, um, we went to a new restaurant. Block Butcher Bar, which is next door. That, and that's really the name. It's not Butcher Block Bar. It's, no, it's Block yeah. Butcher Bar. Yeah. It's next Why to Lowbrow. Okay. And my experience there really, I don't think, could have been better. 
Nice. So we walk up, there's a bunch of like stuffy office people in their like work attire, not casual at all, like very whatever outside, like being all whatever. It sounds great so far. Um, and so we walk up and it's like, uh, yeah, there's just two of us. And she's like, okay. And she brings us in and it's like really loud there in kind of the central area. And she takes us back to kind of the back corner and there's a, a booth back there. And it's, like, totally quiet and private. Like, if we were on a date, like, this would be perfect. Is it the booth with curtains that you could draw? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But it was, like, I could tell there was so much noise everywhere else, but back where we were, it was perfect. You were in a little meat oasis. Yeah, so we were able, and we were right next to where, like, uh, one of the employees was, like, had a big old wheel of cheese and was cutting it up and doing stuff with the cured meats. And so um, it was cool to be able, I mean, we talked about the asado and planning it out and stuff like that. Um, and he's very, he's much more knowledgeable than I am about charcuterie, which is, you know, yes. little sliced meats or whatever. The girl who came and was, and took our order and everything was super knowledgeable. She was like, oh yeah, this is this and this is that. And this is like this. And I was like, man, I would, I love meat, but I would have a really hard time knowing all the differences between all these different meats that look similar to each other right. and, you know, have these crazy I feel like I'm that way with wine. Like I like wine, but I couldn't tell you the, you know what was in the dirt when they planted and right. whatever and all the right. stories the and difference it, between all the little and it hasn't been open very long either right so like there was a lot of learning that needed to happen early on yeah, for, for them to be successful right so um, you can order like cheeses and you could order like three of them or six or twelve or whatever same with meats um, and then there's other like olives and pickled stuff or whatever yeah I think it's your left here um, golf links sounds like it yeah and, uh, so we ordered, we ordered some, like, pickled vegetables. Nice. And, like, three cheeses and 12 meats. Wow. Yeah. So we really went for it. We got this, this board that had, it was, like, two feet long. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, two feet long and was just, like, piled with meats. Like... I was really impressed. I thought it would be very, like, meager portions. Right. Like, there's a, a slice lot. of salami in here. Right. Yeah. Um, and so each of the meats is, like, individually a la carte priced. So depending on what you pick, you know, they just put it all together. But most of them are, like, three bucks for this meat or whatever. Um, so anyway, uh, we did not finish it. Wow. Which I think is saying a lot, like, how much there was. That is, that is telling for the two of you. Um, he got a whiskey... Uh, and there was a great selection of the various whiskeys. Yeah, isn't this the place that's known for, like, the meat and then their whiskey, their whiskey yeah. bourbon I, I wasn't... I was like, I want something a little more... I didn't really want whiskey, I know. <laughs> um, and so I went and got... Uh, what Pepper? I ordered. No, I ordered a, a Mezcal cocktail, okay. which was very good. It had the big ice cube in it. Mm -hmm. um, and it was just very refreshing and... I was very pleased with it. There were like five or six different cocktails, and I was like, I could totally order any of those and be super happy. So it's definitely a place I want to go back to and check out again. Um, I would like to go there. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Very high recommendations. And then, um, then we ended up going to Pronto afterwards because we were just like, oh, let's just you know, still hungry. Yeah. Well, he was a little bit. He's like, I don't really want my whole meal to just be like picking at things like that. And I was like, all right. So we went to Pronto. We brought a game to just like, that's a good place to chill and play a game for a while. Yeah. So uh, 
we ordered a bottle of wine. Oh. Yeah, we had quite a date, the two of Did us. Did you seal the deal? <laughs> we ordered a bottle of wine. I believe you turn left here, yes. Um, we ordered a bottle of wine and um, drank that. He ordered a slice of pizza there. I did not. Um, and and then came home. And, yeah. And we went to Zach's. Went across the street to Zach's and had some rye. So this morning I was a little hungover. Yeah, there's a lot of mixing there. And I, and I didn't... I was like, I feel like I, I had forgotten totally about the wine. I was like, I feel like I didn't drink very much. And I was like, oh, half a bottle of wine. Yeah. yeah I forgot about yeah. that part. Um, so it'll be good to walk around and, and uh, be out in the sun today. Um... So yeah, very great experience with that. Um, so I wanted to share that. Also, like uh, the day before the Asado, mm-hmm. April 6th, the Asado, April 5th is International Tabletop Gaming Day. Okay. Do you remember last year when I talked about that? And Amanda and I went to the game store near our house, and uh, we brought some games, and we sat down and ended up playing with people, like strangers we didn't know, and we learned some new games. Do you remember me talking about that? I don't remember that story, but it was probably so traumatic for me that I blocked it out. So anyway... You interacted with strangers? I know. I know. It's totally up Amanda's alley. It was more for her than for me. Yes. So... So this year, it's like the... I think the last year was like the first one. So this is the second one. And I was like, well, you know, we did that last year. So here was my thinking for what I wanted to do this year. And this looks like it. Um, I want to open my home and have an open invitation to our friends and everything. And just say, you know what? We're going to be playing games at our house pretty much all day. Macho head games? Yep. So... Whoever wants to come over at whatever time, just feel free to come on over. We got a huge game cabinet full of various games. Like now, would this be in addition to or in lieu of the Cinco de Mayo tradition? Uh, well, that's a month after it, right? But I'm saying, like, are you instead of doing that, uh, you're we'll doing do this? both? Oh wow, I've got no problem with that. I hope I don't have to park here. I, um, I think they want us to park right here and dump out our clubs because these are their. Oh, All right, there's so. Phil. Well. <laughs> Phil's being a jackass. Shocking no one. Um, I can't turn around, though. Like, uh, Yeah, well... Um, we can walk our clubs. We're okay. strapping lads. This is great podcast. We're strap-on lads? Yes. I okay. strapped a lad onto me. Um, so Phil has already done inappropriate sexual things. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there's like a teenage girl, so... Good on, good on you, Phil. Well, um, say goodbye to your innocence, honey. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, the, my part of the podcast was I wanted to inform people about Block and... and Gaucho Garcia, and then our parties yeah. um, that are coming up. So maybe, like maybe this is a block party Ooh, podcast. I like it. Uh, uh, a game-themed block party. Like, the 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 cooking competition-y ones that you've had, you know, salsas and, and guacamoles, those are, those are Joe and Amanda-esque. Uh-huh. But an open house, just purely for the purpose of playing games, that is, like, the quintessentialness of you. Do you like that idea? Like, would you maybe come for a while and be like, oh, we'll no, play I have plans. <laughs> Yeah, I think I would definitely come. And it's not like, oh, you have to be here for this amount of time. It's just right. like, at any time during the day, you're available. Like, maybe you have something at this time or that time. But, like, feel free to come and, like, you know, we'll do this or do that. And I'm really worried about what you're writing on the card No, right I'm now. just writing what you said earlier, okay. so I don't forget. Okay. Um, about that teenage girl losing her innocence? <laughs> yeah, i got to go talk to her later. <laughs> uh, I want to see if she wants to be part of my class action suit against Phil. Uh, anyways, yes, I think it's a great idea. Awesome. So, so uh, we're gonna go play golf. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if we'll podcast afterwards and share any experiences or talk about how Phil's been arrested. Um, <laughs> but 
This was good. This was good. I hope Timing was pretty perfect. I hope it's audible. Uh, audible. What's the word? Edible? No, listenable, you know. Audible. I hope it's audible. Me too. Okay. All right, that's a podcast. That's a podcast. Podcast. We'll clean up the town. We'll turn the